It's 8 o'clock in Chicago, Illinois. This is Gummo. This is Transmit Show number 7. Let's get it underway. Welcome. Good evening. This is Gummo, and this is show number seven. Uh, you've arrived here once again, either by mistake or on purpose. Either way, thanks for dropping in on our show here. Uh, we went, but basically, what we do here is uh, we give uh, you an idea or a um, sort of like a line eye satisfaction on uh, life from a hacker's perspective and point of view. Uh, myself. Being a former black hat hacker uh, with years of experience in the IT uh, business uh, and under the IT business walls. So uh, bringing that sort of knowledge to you uh, each week now, uh, Sundays uh, at 8 p.m. Central here in Chicago, Illinois. And basically what we talk about are a lot of things uh, from the financial industry to uh, the most bleeding edge uh, information technology discussions and everything in between. And so, you know, we're kind of new here, uh, bringing the show to the United States. Uh, we've been, uh, sort of dicking around with the show for a while in Europe, uh, for a number of years off and on. Uh, and, uh, we finally, uh, got it together here and decided to bring, uh, this kind of cool little idea to, uh, the United States. And, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it, uh, as much as we do. Uh, we are coming to you uh, live from the uh, 71st floor of the Aeon building here in Chicago. Uh, and the, the views are quite magnificent. And the weather this time of year in Chicago is just amazing. And uh, with that said, uh, uh, before we get into uh, some of the news updates, I, I, I wanted to uh, welcome uh, a couple friends of mine. Uh, from a uh, little organization or uh, show that they have been putting together here in Chicago, and they call it uh, the Hobo Spaceship. But we'll get back to uh, those two guys in a minute. Um, but first of all, uh, you know, it's it's been kind of a crazy week. Uh, you know, you know, where where do you begin? Uh, you know, when you turn on the news, you you see sort of like. Uh, you know, just everything from top to bottom, whether or not it's related to IT or not. And it seems to be in this 500 channel universe that finding the right sort of news to pick and disseminate and uh, sort of digest seems to be uh, a challenge unto itself. So finding that sort of situation each day uh, as, um, you know, uh, technology continues to improve certainly uh, poses those uh, interesting challenges but uh, nevertheless you know we've had a lot of interesting things going on and uh, just uh, to, to top it all off um, there's you, you know back in the day back in the 90s uh, you know when uh, we were doing our our thing with computers uh, we drink we drank this uh, wonderful concoction called jolt cola and really this stuff was super amazing it was like um 
It was like Coca-Cola, but with like a half a cup of sugar in each can and uh, just as much caffeine, so it seemed, uh, to go along with it. And so it was quite amazing. Uh, but nevertheless, it, it was a it was uh it was the 90s answer to uh an energy drink and so it was um it was the hacker's choice of uh a beverage back in those days because not only was it good uh and intoxicating uh it it also had a lot of caffeine and it kept you awake for uh, many hours enabling you to do many interesting things but so the um i'm not really sure what happened to jolt cola i believe they uh it was a Canadian drink, if I'm not mistaken, and one way or the other, they were um, they they were not allowed to sell uh, the the uh, beverage here in the United States due to the amount of caffeine that it had, and uh, um, and, and again, if memory serves me correct, uh, they had this um, they they had this thing with the FDA, and uh, long story short, uh, they just pulled out of the market uh, of the United States. If I'm not mistaken, I could be. Uh, but it was a, it was a great drink. It was called Jolt Cola, and uh, what a wonderful uh, little concoction. But so as the years came came and went, uh, we had uh, new things come and go. You know, Red Bull, blah blah blah, and then um, uh, several. I would say about eight years ago, uh, at one of the Hope conferences, uh, there those guys brought in uh, a drink called Club uh, Mate. And uh, basically, it, it this is a uh, really good carbonated beverage from uh, Germany. And uh, the guys at uh, 2600 would bring it in. Uh, I think they were the exclusive dealer here in the United States, and they would bring that in. Uh, and uh, just this past week, come, uh, Club Mate has, has now started to distribute this wonderful drink uh, throughout the United States. So not only uh, did uh, the guys over at uh, 2600 have a, a good, uh, you know, uh, in on bringing this uh, to America, I think uh, everyone involved did a wonderful job bringing this great uh, beverage to uh, us here in the U.S. So check it out, uh, Club Mate, uh, and it, you, you can just search for it online, and I believe you can even find it on Amazon now uh, locally here in the United States. Uh so yeah, so there there you have a little history on uh Hackerdome and uh what's going on uh what keeps you up uh day and night. Uh, a lot of interesting things in the news this past week. Uh we had some uh interesting um a, a lot a lot of interesting and um upsetting news coming from the Middle East uh with uh the migrant crisis uh happening or or uh, underway at this point and basically uh if you're unaware there are um there are a record number of people fleeing the uh war torn areas of uh Syria uh and um uh, Iraq and and all of those um unfortunate middle eastern countries uh and so what they're doing is they are taking a risk uh and fleeing towards uh the uh, european union uh, and uh they have to go through a certain number of uh, countries to get to uh where they they're trying to get to which is germany and so they need to go to uh, through hungary and you know uh there there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of animosity coming from these governments uh 
not wanting these uh, refugees or people who uh, are trying to escape war, uh, terror, and famine uh, to, uh, you know, these, these people are just, uh, they're risking their lives and, and their families' lives to uh, find a better life for themselves. And so they're running into roadblocks uh, along the way and um, doing what you can um, to assist uh, these people getting uh, to uh, a specific level of freedom uh, please find it in your heart to uh, look into that and, and assist these people that are looking for a better life with their children and their families. Um, you know, feel free, you know, search the internet and find an organization uh, that uh, can donate uh, their time, resources, or ideas to this uh, worthwhile cause because there there are many people and many families that uh certainly need this attention and need to uh escape to a a more better and wonderful life uh and so their challenges getting there are are um are enormous so find it in your heart uh if you can to um see see about helping out with this uh migrant crisis out there uh and and um you know there there are plenty of uh, avenues to get that um get that done uh yeah we we have a lot of a lot of interesting news coming from all over uh and one of the, one of the things that uh was brought to my attention uh this past week uh was was quite interesting and um there uh there seems to be uh someone missing uh and you know normally when <laughs> when you go missing there aren't uh there aren't two you know you know you get file a police report and you're um you know that's pretty much that uh but uh when you are um a professor from Ohio State University uh and you have been uh working with NASA uh and uh many other organizations that hold key infrastructure and parts and vitality to the um security of the United States uh he he has gone missing uh and so the 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 reports are very sketchy uh and not too many outlets are reporting on what's going on and uh what's what seems to be going on is the uh, a professor uh Rong Jing Li uh age 56 uh unexpectedly resigned from his position uh in the OSU Department of Civil Engineering uh Environmental and Geotechnic Engineering in February of 2014 um, Lee told OSU that he was going back to China to take care of his sick mother and no one has heard from him since uh, the report goes on to say a month before resigning Lee submitted a proposal to work with NASA on its March 2020 project which gave Lee access to Department of Defense information that he was prohibited from sharing with China uh, and so uh it go, the report goes on to say a month after he resigned, Homeland Security agents searched Lee's wife, Ju Tian, before she boarded a plane to China and found thumb drives containing restricted defense information. 
the interest, you know, the interesting thing about this is uh, this professor is still missing, and neither she nor her husband has been charged so far. There, there seems to be, um, it, it seems to be the FBI wants to find out where uh, the professor has uh, gone or has wound up. Uh, quite interesting, uh, nevertheless, and um, you know you can you can spell what you want behind it, but uh, it's it's quite rare that uh, you know someone of this caliber does go missing. Now there could be you know something uh, you know a simple explanation for uh, the the professor missing. You know uh, people go missing all of the time. Uh, you know they're. Uh, unexpected consequences, uh, events arrive to where uh, that just happens. So uh, before all of the conspiracy theories come out uh, uh, of the woodwork, uh, I would let, uh, you know, things uh, sort of take their course and see where they go um, and see what happens, see exactly where the good professor is, because, you know, who knows? You know, maybe he is in um, some little uh you know village in Zhangzhou, china or whatever uh and uh you know maybe he's just uh uh caring for his sick mother as he had uh said so i uh, you know giving people the uh benefit of the doubt certainly in this day and age certainly still uh means a lot and so um nevertheless an interesting story so uh Lots of news, lots, lots, lots of news, and we'll get back to the news in a few minutes. Uh, what I wanted to do is uh, actually bring on uh, a couple friends of mine. They are um, they they are in charge of a, um, a sort of like a, a little comedy troupe, um, sort of. I don't know. Uh, sort of like a, it's if you've ever watched uh, raw comedy uh, unfold uh, in the um, in sort of the theater settings, you you'll you'll get an idea. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, we got a couple uh, interesting people on the show tonight. Uh, we we're going to just go ahead and call it. You know, I, I I told them beforehand. I said, you know, this this is really a show. <laughs> this show is. Um, really about uh there's there's hacker this is a hacker show this is about hackers this is for hackers uh and so we wanted to uh i told him i said hey you know you guys may just want to use a couple aliases on this show uh or you can use your real names uh but uh you know i gave them that option and of course they both uh said hey you know we'll use a couple aliases but uh both very good, uh, very great people. Uh, one, uh, uh, one of the hobos, uh, I know, uh, quite well. We just, uh, uh, we're just wrapping up a, a great, uh, tenure working together for the past year. Um, so I, I wanted to bring to you, uh, hobo number one and hobo number two from, uh, the hobo spaceship in Chicago and uh, wanted to bring them on the show tonight and spend a little time and uh, sort of uh, bring them on and let them sort of tell you what they're up to here in, in the city and, and how you can uh, participate or interact with them uh, on, on their uh, move forward into uh, comedy. So uh, welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's good to have you. Oh, thanks so much for having us, Demo. It's really exciting to be here. And 
Yeah, well, we're, we're not hackers. We definitely um, have tried to uh, hack the entertainment scene here in Chicago, doing a lot of uh, underground DIY events. Uh, as you mentioned, we do a show, the Hobo Spaceship Variety Show. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, Hobo uh, number one here was kind of his brainchild, and uh, I'll let him take it away. been doing uh, this particular endeavor? So we just started with 40-hour film festival, I don't know, or 40-hour film project, rather. It's an international competition. Uh, my hobo partner here, who's been involved, started out in Philadelphia um, doing some animation for the project, uh, trickled them into Chicago, and really it uh, became this collective of friends that we just got sick of going to the bar, and we were all kind of working in tech or media in some sort. Um, we started hosting little jam nights and these short film contests, and it really evolved into animation club. And then we started to get approached by different bands and other arts and humanities collectives um, to really bring people together and um, explore blending digital and live experience. That's really the foundation for us. Uh, we rely a lot on the things uh, you can do with a green screen, whether it's uh, doing like a little projection and you're jumping around catching bugs or uh, projecting and dancing like you're with the uh, Soul Train Gang. We have uh, some really neat green screen parties that we do after all of our events and we really let everyone get hands on with the technology. Um, you know, being DIY, we're zero budget. We really tapped in some of uh, some free resources and some really inexpensive resources. Uh, we started out playing with some projection mapping tools, uh, Airbnb, uh, you know, uh, my other hobo here can speak to a little bit more of the programs that we're using, a lot of After Effects. Yeah, yeah we've been uh, still playing around with uh, a pretty company called Playpen that makes applications. Like you know, based on their applications, we can do a lot of redirecting of videos and projections and sound up with filters. We have a program called Pleasant Room Arena. It's a DJ program that allows us to key out green screen on the fly and put in Yeah, so a lot of what we do is 
can people get involved with the Hobo Spaceship? So there's numerous ways to get involved. You can see an audience of one of our shows, but one uh, really cool workshop that we're pushing off. Uh, we tagged up with a company, well, it's just a little collective similar to us, uh, Underground Easy Networking Troop called The Drink King. Uh, we actually hosted an event. Uh, anybody could come. It was free. It was a singer-songwriter, so we opened up with six singer-songwriters. Uh, we had about 30 to 40 folks in the audience. They broke out into mini groups and shot uh, music videos using a combination of stop-motion projection, and it was pretty much all done with an iPhone or, you know, Android, but um, everyone has a camera on their device nowadays, so, you know, if you've got an instrument, if you've got an idea, come on over to the Hover Spaceship. Um, we keep our Facebook page pretty live with events, but you can view a lot of our content on Instagram, and we're at Hobo Spaceship on Instagram, and then we also have um, a website, thehobospaceship.com, and if you look on there, you can really check out our whole archive of videos. You know, you mentioned the comedy piece earlier, and it's hard to live in Chicago and not be inspired by all the comedians. There's so much great comedy going around. Um, that we bring comedians in and we'll uh, do a post-production edit. You know, i got this one comedian driving around in a dump truck and another one we've popped him in jail dressed up like a pirate. Um, so there's a lot of fun post-production with the comedy. But yeah, you know, for folks that want to get involved, I would definitely say uh, engage with our social media channels. You know, I think when we got into it, we thought, oh, social media, whatever, but it's really kind of a, a great way for people to check out our content and then, you know, be physically present by turning up our positive uh, that way. Very good, very good. And I, I, I think uh, if most of our audience uh, checks out your website, uh, they can get involved and, and go ahead and uh, and uh, get out there and support you guys. Uh, you guys really sound like you have some uh, really cool things going for you. And uh, really, I, 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 uh, I, I can't uh, I, I can't express my sincerity enough in and and. Uh, getting uh, most of our listeners to uh, check you guys out and uh, get in there and support you guys uh, whichever way they can. So check them out, everybody, uh, hobospaceship.com, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, And um, really, uh, I wanted to thank you guys for dropping in. And uh, hopefully next time uh, we can get you over uh, here to the studio and uh, get you guys on a a better connection. But uh, nevertheless, check them out, hobospaceship.com here in Chicago. Uh, and, uh, thanks again, guys, for, uh, jumping in, uh, on transmit and, uh, hope to have you back real soon. And so, yeah, uh, check those guys out, uh, hobospaceship.com. Uh, they, they, uh, they're really putting together some special shit over there and, uh, really some really, really cool, fun, uh, funny shit that they, uh, that they got going on. Uh, so again, it, it's, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've we've checked out a lot of new and interesting things going on uh lately and uh you know i i wanted to uh just reach out once again and uh say thanks again for all of the support that uh everyone's been showing me uh it's really uh uh, an ambitious endeavor uh what we've got going on here um and we're, we're certainly bringing it to fruition uh 
so one of the things I wanted to start doing uh, is starting to uh, I want to start adding some segments to the show uh, that way uh, everybody has a little bit of the a little bit of the pie that they can take away each week from the show and so uh, I wanted to get to uh, I wanted to get some uh, better ideas and feedback from you guys uh, certainly it's uh, y- your feedback's pretty been uh, pretty much been well received thank you uh, and feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at gummo, uh, twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X, uh, and also, uh, hackers.com or not hackers.com, hackers dot uh, hackers dot X-X-X. Uh, and, uh, you can check us out there as well. Um, and so the new segments that I want to bring on to the show, uh, are, are, hopefully uh quite uh entertaining uh as well as informative and so uh hopefully you will enjoy them as uh, much as uh i will uh bringing that uh new stuff to you uh one of the segments that i was thinking about doing um was sort of like a what's new uh you know like uh what what really catches your eye sort of a piece of hardware for the week uh and uh that was pretty uh that was pretty much the the biggest suggestion uh coming from you guys uh so i i think that we can uh get that off the ground uh and uh i think we'll start looking forward to adding that uh segment and uh, a few more uh as time goes along uh and again uh you know we're ex- you know we're, we're we're kind of expanding the reach here uh, you know, you can check us out on the archives, uh, archive.org, um, and comment on it, uh, comment on, uh, how goofy I sound on a microphone. Uh, you know, and speaking of cool gadgets, uh, this past week, uh, the Raspberry Pi, uh, if you're not familiar with the Raspberry Pi, uh, the Raspberry Pi is a pocket computer, uh, basically, uh, it's the size, it's, it's a little, it's about the size of a deck of cards. Uh, and this thing is pretty cool. Uh, it's, uh, runs off of five volts. Uh, you, you know, you can, you can hook it up to batteries, uh, nine volt batteries, uh, double A's, whatever. Uh, and, and it's, it's a really dandy little machine. Uh, and also what I've seen are, uh, Raspberry Pi supercomputers. Uh, and those are pretty, uh, pretty amazing but nevertheless there's this uh it's called a raspberry pi r-a-s-p-b-e-r-r-y-p-i and it's a cool little computer check it out uh and so uh it's been out for a few years uh and the the um the the main programming forte with a, a raspberry pi is uh python and so uh, it, it's a real good uh, tool to use uh, if you are uh, wanting to be a t- if you like tinkering with computers. But all right, all right enough of that. Uh, anyhow, they got their their first official touch screen display uh, after almost a year uh, after announcing its plans. The Raspberry Pi Foundation debuted the official touch screen for. Uh, $60. Uh, now the touch screen for the Pi does cost about 
almost double of what the pie itself cost, uh, which is $35. Um, but it, uh, it uses a um, display serial interface and a digital parallel interface that require a driver board to interact or interface with the Pi. Uh, and I believe that comes with the display. Um, it's really cool uh, and it turns your Pi into a touch screen computer. Uh, and, and again, uh, if you haven't picked up a Raspberry Pi, you really should. They, they are truly uh, amazing little uh, computers. Now you have uh, you have competing uh, versions of uh, these these new uh, small low powered uh, computers, um, but really the Raspberry Pi uh, is, is pretty much the um, the Cadillac of them all, and so I, that's the one I recommend as far as uh, having many things available for it uh, if you're new to it. So they got their own display for the Raspberry Pi, which is pretty rad. Uh, I kind of, I kind of, you know, I really like the Raspberry Pis. I've been, I've been, uh, been messing around with them since the uh, first iteration, the Model A, I believe. Uh, so they're really cool. Um, little computers. Uh, <sighs> you know, there's, you know, there's a there's always been warnings about when uh, you use the same token or key or phrase or something to that effect, and so um, the uh, geniuses over at the Washington Post inadvertently had taken a picture uh, back in January of this year uh, and posted it to the internet, uh, and what they had failed to realize is that they were. They, they had taken a high-resolution photo of a set of TSA master keys. Now, the TSA master keys are keys that uh, the TSA agents and airports use to unlock your suitcase and go through your belongings uh, looking for, uh, you know, bombs or whatever, which I'm sure they've found many. Uh, and so <clears throat> the guys over the the... the I don't, without realizing what they had done at the Washington Post, they had posted these uh, these master keys to the internet, and well, uh, they'd realized the error of their mistake, uh, but not before someone was able to screen grab the image of the TSA master keys, and then of course over time, uh, with a little bit of persistence, it seems, uh, now. Uh, it it seems that uh, you can download uh, a 3D printable set of these keys. Uh, it, yeah, it's cool that you can do that, but uh, I mean, unless you're some kind of, I mean, unless you just feel like uh, you're you're powerful because you own a set of TSA master keys. I mean, really, what's the point? I mean, uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to go and be a a, a, a a, a luggage monster and go through people's luggage uh yeah so uh you know you people were able to make uh the ma uh clones of the master keys but again uh unless you're working in an airport you know and you're you're lugging luggage around uh i don't think the tsa really has anything to worry about uh and i'd certainly uh 
think twice about uh, having the uh, having photographers taking pictures. Uh, so form what you want to. Uh, you can print out your own set of TSA master keys if you search the web. Uh, it seems to be legal. Uh, I don't know. Kind of weird, nevertheless. Um, you know, more than a month after revealing the the uh, there's this there's this vulnerability for Android devices. Uh, it affects about 95% of Android devices. Uh, that relates to about 950 million smartphones. Uh, they are vulnerable to a certain kind of um, vulnerability. Uh, and so this, this, uh, this vulnerability was recently published. And, and now it seems that... Um, this this vulnerability has actually turned into uh, becoming uh, a, a tool used as a, an attack weapon, but uh, it, it's certainly uh, scary. Uh, it's, it's called stage fright. Uh, it's it 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 really is a uh, it's a really a nasty thing. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, it's, it's, I, I believe, um, Google should take a more proactive approach and push some updates out to fix this crap. Uh, but nevertheless, it's, it's out there. It's a vulnerability and it's, it's coming your way, uh, one way or another sooner or later. Uh, it's a stage five vulnerability, and it's really uh, not a cool thing. Uh, we're gonna, we're, we, uh, the, yeah, and there's, there's just, there's, there's just so much to go through. Uh, you know, I could go on and on and on. Uh, one, another, one more thing before I wrap it up, kids. Uh, I've got some um, barbecued salmon fillet that uh, the kids are bringing in here. Uh, and uh, it looks like Crash is on his feet now. But uh, it's a Zeus malware, and it's uh, it's targeting ATMs. It seems to be uh, that uh, distributors of, of this uh, new new great piece of crimeware uh, will be coming to an ATM near you. So um, ATM vendors should take note and, and run uh, uh, some real good authoritative understanding of what this thing is doing so you can protect your infrastructure uh it's scary stuff nevertheless uh but it's what comes your way uh and it's it's what happens this day and age uh and let me know what you think about it you know reach out to me on twitter.com forward slash gummo g-u-m-m-o-x-x-x uh check me out at hackers.xxx as well You know, just uh, it just goes on and on, kids. Uh, you know, we've we've got uh, one more thing that caught my eye. Then I really uh, I really want to call it a day. Uh, but uh, we we had a Russian spy gang. Uh, they're hijacking satellite links to steal data. Really, uh, you know, this falls on the operators of securing that data. You should uh, have sort of some sort of encrypted conditional access uh, taking care of that. If you're not, uh, well, then you. 
well, then you, you deserve to have your fucking satellite data taken. Uh, that's it for me, kids. I'm going to call it a night. Uh, I know it's a short show. Uh, I could sit here and ramble on and on about uh, things getting attacked and, and be, bewildered. But uh, I think you guys get the point. Next week, we're going to bring on a, a couple cool new segments. So stick around for that. Uh, again, thanks for joining me on show number seven of Transmit. Uh, I told you I'm going to keep getting better, kids. Uh, this is Gummo. Reach out to me. Uh, don't forget, uh, email if you remember what that is. It, 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 it's an old thing designed back in the 70s and 80s. You can still use that to communicate with me. Gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers.xxx. Also, reach out to me on Twitter. I told you the Twitter handle already. I'm not going to repeat myself. Thanks a lot, everyone, for tuning in to Transmit Show Number Seven. Hope, hopefully, we're getting better, and hopefully, you're enjoying uh, what I'm uh, I'm talking about and what we're putting together. We will see you next week on uh, Transmit. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>